G'day listeners, you're tuned to Soundwaves, a podcast that explores the nexus between surfing and music and the nefarious spaces in between. Between the wave and the rave, between the heaving shack and the martial stack, between neoprene and spandex, the mosh pit and the death pit, fiberglass and vinyl, the boogie and the board, between Brian Eno and George Greeno. So wax up your stick, crank up the stereo, paddle out into the secret sonic surf spot that is sound waves tales from the shack 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 g'day 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 captain daz how are you good thanks stanley how's it going in uh sunny iberia Iberia is good. We're coming into um, prime time, swell-wise, conditions-wise. It's been lots of fun, kind of two to three foot surf over the last kind of week. No wind, which is beautiful. And uh, yeah, there's lots, lots of goodness on the way. Um, uh, lots of activity down in the, in the kind of middle Atlantic, which is Atlantic, um, throwing, yeah. Up, yeah, throwing up some uh, lovely groomed swells, which is just what you want. Thick, nice. Um, and uh, in the on the east coast of east Australasia. coast is still in its kind of spring slumber, which uh, I, I think I probably said last time. It's actually not too bad, seeing we had such a good winter. But um, I had one little mini surf at um, a little beach north of here, and again bumped into Clintonius Maximus out in the surf and. Nice. Shredding, shredding it as usual. Them. Yeah, it was actually kind of was a bit bigger than it looked. So when we paddled out, it was it was weird. There was about three different swell directions, and and Clintonius was handling it with ease, and I was just getting pitched on every second wave. <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Was that at the uh, was that at the south end of the beach? Nah, was, oh, he, uh, he was at south. We ended up in the middle, and it was just kind of you okay. know, it's pretty crappy, but the, it's pretty it's the, pretty the middle of that the middle of that particular uh, beach. Um, is not renowned for its um fan- i mean occasionally you get some pretty good waves but um yeah, yeah it's, but it's the north and, it's the north and south ends that have have the uh, have claimed the glory over the over the years yeah but um i was thinking it it is uh, i've just bumped into um clintonius a couple of times now and just how nice it is to see a a animal in its home environment natural environment you know just just how nature intended just out in the surf, well, absolutely ripping. Um, well, it's uh, it, it's funny that you know, taking the um, the evolutionary bio biology uh, metaphor, if you like, to a to a to another level, the both he and his brother have um, pre to natural um, mm. skill uh, on on a surfboard, and well, and obviously, um, Hayden Lewis designs um in the shaping bay as well so um it's crazy i'd, I'd be in, i'd be interested to see if uh sister b is um can shred it up like the like the boys sure she can <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, now what what were you riding on the um on your uh over the lips yeah i was uh i was on the uh channel islands uh quad the high five oh. which is a very uh, I know. I've, I think I don't know if I've said this before to you, but Channel Islands—they do make great boards, but they have a shitload of different models. You can kind of get, 
you know, lost, it. lost him. Lost him. And the high five kind of came out. And it, as always, when it comes out, it's like, yeah, this is our greatest, you know, hybrid fish ever. And it's like, <laughs> until the next one. <laughs> uh, but I really like it. It's good. Yeah, it's a good combo of old school fish and modern uh, user-friendly um, design, I suppose. So you can actually still turn it, yeah. I listened recently to an interesting interview with Britt Merrick, son of uh, Al, and okay. uh, he's got a he's got quite. I would recommend it to any uh, any listener out there. Interesting story: uh, adolescent drug dealer to oh, um, okay to uh, uh, running his own church. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Calvinist church, I believe. Um, oh I wow! Might be wrong. Something like that. To uh, yeah, to shape it to to the stars. So. Um, there you go. Interesting, uh, interesting um, trajectory, sure. and yeah, I mean they they do seem to be doing some pretty mad uh, combos as well because they've obviously had that Bonza um, <coughs> collab. Is that what they call it these days? Collab um, with uh, with the Campbell brothers, yeah, and then now there's now there's uh, the uh, the mid length that we've been talking about, and obviously all their high hi fi stuff. So. I must say, one of the, um, still to this day, one of the best boards I've ever ridden is a, um, a Channel Islands rookie. I believe it was 6.0, and it was just, yeah, it was such a such a beautiful thing to, to yeah, behold. But yeah. It got snapped out on Anzac Day, actually, on that, oh. that swell. It wasn't, at, it wasn't at your beach. It was um, yeah, later on in the day, one. later on in the day at, um, at the beach near the ferry. Um, off the off the pipe there and yeah just got totally decimated by a a large oh. uh east, east coast piece of lump of water that was like 2007 hey geez i Is think that long ago? i think it was yeah because i snapped <laughs> my uh my bob nellis eight foot gun um out at um at the northern area northern of area. somewhere but i woke up and our next door neighbor brianna um at dawn, she uh, she blasted out the last post as I was getting ready to go for a surf. Um, it was Bloody hell, it was, that's cool. It was just the most eerie because like, you could you knew the swell was going to be there, you know, because everyone was it was hyped, and it yeah. did deliver. Um, and just uh, just to hear this. <laughs> when you say she <laughs> when you say she blasted it out, did she did she have her own trumpet or yeah, uh... playing it herself? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah. That's really yeah, cool. she obviously knew something about my board. <laughs> I was about to die. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess, uh, I guess, I guess the um, that's the scary thing about um, purchasing a, a gun. A, you have to use it, and B, there's a good chance it's going to get snapped. That's right. That board, but I actually bought it in Hawaii off a off a guy called Bobby Knickerbocker. Okay, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna get a bit arty and uh, I'm gonna read something. So uh, here we go. Um, this is called the Rhyme of the Ancient VHS. It is an ancient format and it stoppeth with DVD. By thy black plastic and glittering tape, now wherefore stoppeth thou me? The video door is an open wide, with minstrels a fully frothen. Ju school duties met, the feast is set. Mayest we hear and watch the merry din? He holds remote with skinny hand. There was a snap, quoth he. Hold off, unhand me, china plate. 
I'll rewind and find with glee. He pauses with a glittering eye, the image frozen still, and dreams like a three years child, the minstrels doth follow his will. The VHS sat on a stone, he cannot choose but see, and thus spake on that ancient form of fading snap on TV. The move wasn't feared, the section cleared. Merrily dis they cheer, under the lip, then up to vert, the warrior showest no fear. The sound turneth upon the tape, out of the speakers came he, and he shone bright, left speaker and right, music pulsing through TV. Higher and higher every day, till over the top froth went. They sit and hoot and beat they breast until the tape is spent. The video hath paced into the cover, worn as a shoe is she, yet nodding their heads before each surf, the merry minstrel's glee. The minstrels hoot and beat they breast, a surf must not forego, and thus spake on that ancient realm, the sacred surf video. All right, so uh, that's my um, total uh, ripoff of the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, and that's the little intro to what may well be uh, a series of uh, episodes on this uh, merry little podcast of uh, talking about surf vids mate surf vids that's fantastic stan i love that um love a bit of uh coleridge slash nermalston um well, i mean obviously uh you can't get more seaworthy than um the rhyme of the ancient mariner so i thought i'd uh, kind of uh such a good tale a little... it is yeah. and um you came up with a, a a lovely line out of that what was your uh what was your line i can't remember uh, uh it, it put it here it's uh water water everywhere but not a slab to knife <laughs> lovely lovely beautiful so yeah so we're I, I we're, so we're doing vhs movies and the the music that accompanies them yeah sliding I mean, I, into dvds perhaps in a later yeah, era yeah i mean I, I think the um the inverted commas title will be surf vids but um, we're going to have to kind of go both uh, beyond the surf vid realm, both uh, uh, beforehand and after the fact, I think, just to get a, a better picture of it all. Mm. Um, but <clears throat> my, um, my lovely wife uh, suggested that uh, the idea of having, talking about surf vids is just the, it's the natural link between music and surf, right? It is, it is. Yeah, I mean... They're, I, I think they're like little video clips, you know, music video clips in a way. Um, and sometimes they replace the, if the song's good, you know, and the, and the surfing's good, it can replace the original video in your, or at least in a, a surfer's brain, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I thought what we could do um, today is have a good old chat about um, a few little bits and pieces, various surf vids that we've uh and that we've watched and i know we've both been doing a bit of study which is uh which is good <laughs> I'll tell you what, some of it was um, and then, not like study <laughs> i'll uh can I, <laughs> if you don't mind can i start with um my first Absolutely. and this is actually this is a tip off from uh from gainsey um 
Okay, this, I'm just going to play this little clip. Now you got to tell me who is narrating and what movie it's from. Richard Schmidt has a pair of massive cajones. Now that is a, that's a beautiful uh, that's a beautiful quote. And I remember as a kid looking at one, both videos and also certainly uh, old well, and new surfer mags and uh, Richard Schmidt with, it looked like some Viking um, uh, coming down from Northern California with his, you know, white super hair. Super blonde and, hair, yeah. And super blonde tash as well, right? And he was just a beast of a man. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, funnily enough, I heard recently um, something, uh, I believe that the, the narrator is the godfather of surf history. Is that right? I think, um, I think you're right. I think you're... Yeah. So whose who's name now escapes me? Uh, <laughs> uh, that's okay. Matt Warshaw. Very Matt good. Warshaw, right? Yep. And um, the film, Richard Schmidt, did he did he ride for Billabong? He did, I think, yes. Well, it's a Billabong movie. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be something like... Uh, it's, it's Surf Into Summer, right? Surf Into Summer. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So on, on the strength of uh, PH, I, I sat and watched the whole movie, and I tell you what, like, there's some good stuff in it. Like, it's got, um, well, yeah, um, and also it's got the soundtrack by T S O L T S O L, like a true, so, na- true sounds of liberty. True sounds of liberty. Uh, I it took me ages to figure out what that stood for when I was back in the day, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it hasn't aged well, that kind of sound, the, the, the 80s hairband, the, uh, I don't know, and the surfing, I don't know, it, it, I don't know if it's, if it's common to that movie or that, you know, but I think there's a lot, they slowed the, there's a lot of slow-mo, and it's just right. glacial, I was watching it going, oh, no. this could have been over in 10 minutes, watching, you know, <laughs> I sat watched, you know, five minutes of Bud Llamas, you know. Sure, start, it actually starts with this barrel at um, Money Trees, I think it is, in G-Land. And, apparently, and it's like this guy just goes in and out of the barrel about five or six times. And apparently it's Monty Weber, uh, one of the Weber brothers. Wow. Um, wow, wow, wow. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, that's probably the highlight of the that. Monty Weber was one of the... One of the poor souls who got washed away by that um, tsunami, um, oh, along shit. with your neighbour, uh, the the gamote. The gamote, yeah, wow! I did not know that. Yeah. There you go. Um, so um, that's that's awesome. It's interesting that um, you picked up on the the kind of slow factor because I watched um, a couple of uh, films from more or less around that era, and not only was I kind of uh, I mean, obviously, I was transported to another time when I was a, a, a wee grommet. But um, <clears throat> I also did notice that, A, the length of the boards looks weird um, yeah. compared to what we all ride now. And, and B, yeah, that it almost looks like they're kind of surfing in treacle. Yes, yeah. I mean, it must be the boards. I, I think, you know, like, obviously, you know, I don't think I'd be able to surf better than that on today's equipment. But I think if you put like the, you know, just an averagely good guy, you know, a good guy at your local beach on today's equipment and put them on a surf movie like that, and they would be the best surfer in the, in the video. 
Yeah, it'd be like, um, I don't know if you listened to uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Uh... <laughs> it's Hardcore History. Fitting uh, like World War II sort of Wehrmacht soldiers versus the, uh, uh, I don't know, Napoleon's best. Yeah, kind of, you know, well, there's, there's a great one, which is um, uh, the, Nor I think it's the Normans against Julius Caesar. And... Um, uh yeah that, and that's yeah so it's, it's kind of like that it's, it's like you, you imagine if you put um yeah you're kind of your uh middle of the road pro on a on a uh on a on a current channel islands board and transported him back to 1991 he'd probably just blow it blow everyone away yeah exactly but um <laughs> yeah and and the, the size of boards they ride in big surf is crazy their the, the guns are enormous and their surf isn't wouldn't even be considered that big today by, well, you know, by, by the average pro surfer. They'd be just riding their step up six, two or something. Well, one of the, one of the many uh, films that I watched on a marathon Sunday afternoon of, uh, of, of um, study for this, uh, for this podcast was uh, Bunyip Dreaming, which is one of the, one of my all time favorites. Um, yeah. <laughs> And at the end of it, they show Munga and Louis Egan um, next to their respective quivers. And I think, like, again, they're not, it's not, like, not like they're riding um, Mavericks or anything, but I think mm. Munga's biggest board is like 8.6 or 8.2 or something yeah. like that, you know, which, yeah, yeah. which <clears throat> in this day and age, I mean... He's only you know, four foot you... tall or something, yeah. <laughs> I was surfing on an inner tube when you guys were little in when you guys were embryos. I was surfing on an inner tube when you guys were embryos. <laughs> I, is is that Big Wednesday? No, no, it's not actually. It's not. <laughs> I was picturing what's his name Bear out on the wharf there. Uh, well, the, the the guy is not dissimilar. I mean, this is a it's a very random one. This is actually uh, from one of my all time favorite films. Feral Kingdom. Um, I can't remember that one. Feral Kingdom. It's one of the Rip Curl series, and right. um, it's just some random freak in a in a surf shop that. Uh, oh right, right. They, they the video. So yeah. he's genuine. Like it's not just. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. He 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 was in an inner tube before those guys were embryos. <laughs> That's pretty good. How about we just have a little bit of a philosophical reflection on uh, surf vids and their place in in the, um, in the uh, what do we call it? The place in the society that we live in, the surf realm. How, how about that? Sure. You All right, some thoughts? so I have some thoughts. Um, uh, many, many thoughts. Most of them are pretty ludicrous, but let's have a go. <laughs> so first of all, philosophically, is there a too old to be watching surf vids? It's funny, as I, as I sat wasting a, a good kind of three hours the other day watching Surf in the Summer and uh, others, I, I actually did think of that. And I thought, I actually, yeah, the poor dog was just sitting there looking at me going, what, what are you doing? Can, you know, start to feel guilty. Take me for a walk, you lazy bastard. Uh, and, you know, in, in a world of uh, people bemoaning kind of the uh, short attention span and the like 
of uh, you know video clips or YouTube clips. I actually thought nice well, there, there is an upside to there is an upside to getting your fix of uh, of fantastic surfing or, or even music in in a small dose, and then you can go about your day and do other things. If you know what I mean. Okay, so, I guess. But I guess the counter argument, and we've talked about this with regards to like albums as well. Um, yeah. The counter argument is there is also something pretty um, uh, enveloping about being transported throughout uh, 45 minutes to an hour of, of a whole surf. Of being lost in, yeah, you, you need that length of time to get uh, transported to another realm, so to speak. Um, I mean, have, having said that, um, obviously, even in the back in the days of uh, VHS, <laughs> there were plenty of sections that you would fast forward, right? I think so. Yeah, I think I think most of uh, I think most I of what it was called. I was going to say, is it water slaughter? I think I had. I think I taped. I did the I did the VHS to VHS for a while. I had two VHSs, so I'd borrow mates' videos and record. And I think it was Sultans of Speed, which actually had some good stuff in it. But there was Sultans of Speed and I think Water Slaughter and they both were, and this is a big beef with me, is, well, the slow-mo for one thing, but natural footers and right-handers. is. Oh. I think oh. that was one of them. I thought, I'm going to actually stop a mirror and, and watch this in a mirror um, so I can at least get some goofy action. Two hot young goofy footers displaying the meaning of the phrase, get it on. <laughs> I did not realize that Jack McCoy knew that we existed, but um, yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, you know, the best thing about that particular little snippet from Tubular Bells, um, Tubular Bells? <laughs> Mike <laughs> Oldfield? Whoops, whoops, that's a, that's a Freudian slip. Um, from that excerpt from uh, Tubular Swirls uh, is that it actually leads into guys surfing Ulus to T-Rex. My God, get it yeah, on! Get it. Absolutely, How's, yeah. I mean that's a that's a pretty rad combination, isn't it? That's pretty good. I mean, I I, I, I I'd have to say that I absolutely love T Rex to death, and um, the, you know putting putting those the marriage of T Rex and and uh, oh. and race tracks has got to be pretty bloody. Yeah. Another philosophical question. Um, so. And it's linked. Do we then suffer too much from nostalgia in when we reflect on uh, surf films, uh, i.e., your experience with Surf into Summer? I mean, that wasn't one of my favourites, but I know it was a popular film at the time. Uh, yeah. No, I, I I found that interesting. Yeah, I actually found going back. Um, I think there is a period where the movies were pretty uninspired. I think that yep. for some reason the. 80s in surf movies seemed to the 80s was a weird time in there was experimentation going on in music for sure but there was also a, a closed-mindedness in music yeah. and i think in surfing where yeah you know, everyone had the same boards everyone everyone might have been flu or and bright but it, everyone was you know what i mean um well, and, and, and beneath that Beneath that fluoro lycra and those gaudy billabong uh, corduroy jackets um, lay a heart of pallid grey. I think you're right. The Gordon geckos of the world were kind of 
you know, making their millions. And we thought, I don't know. Yeah, it was a, it was a weird time, the 80s, because then you look at the 70s. Um, and I think that, I don't know if it's a retro thing, but when you go and look at um, um, some of the 70s style surf, and obviously Morning of the Earth is, is pretty much timeless. Um, yeah. But they seem to hold up a lot better. I don't I, know if I, it's I, equipment I, I, where, I, I, where you can appreciate the old, older school equipment and its limitations, whereas you look at the limitations of 80s equipment and you almost just get frustrated with it. Well, and I think, and I think that um, for that very reason, when um, Potts came along at the end of the 80s in his feral uh, Blue Hawaii and uh, gotcha mm. um, domination phase, it, and gotcha as a, as a brand um, came along, it kind of cleared the air a little bit, you know, um, yeah. washed, washed away a lot of that homogenized uh, fluoro nonsense. I think you might be right. And, and interestingly, that I don't want to keep talking about uh, surf in the summer, um, but um, <laughs> they, uh, they had Sonny Garcia, a very young Sonny Garcia um, in the, sort of the end section, you know, and he looked super young and super skinny and, he actually looked really exciting to watch. And I, and right. I think they actually um, didn't slow him down either. Um, right. But I, I didn't realize how young he was when he, when he first came on the scene and, and how actually good he was compared to the others yeah. around yeah. at that time. And I, I don't know if it was at a similar time to Potts or maybe even just slightly later. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously Potts, had been on the scene for a long time, you know, burst onto the scene, whatever it, I think he was 14 or whatever, his first season in yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, something crazy. But that, I, I can't remember there being, and I'm, I'm sure that uh, surf historians um, would, would uh, challenge me on this, but that, uh, that title run was just so, I think he, he'd won the title like halfway through the year already, just blasted everyone out of the water, right? Pots, yeah. Yeah. And you know that whole image. Um, it's funny how we all change so radically as we as we get older. Um, but that whole image, I, I do remember being quite besotted with uh, hairy gorilla-like pots and his uh, and his whole his whole vibe. It was pretty uh, pretty rad. It was. He, he was rock and he was rock and roll, wasn't he? He was. He was. <laughs> now he's um, I don't know elevated music. Okay, this is a question for you, as the uh, as, as the father of three grommets, mm -hmm. uh, and one you know, one not so grommet of the three. Um, do groms still get psyched on surf vids? I think it's different. Yeah, I don't know. I th I think that like I, they definitely haven't grown up with the surf movie. They've grown up with the the little the little clips. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I just think yeah, it's that it's that world of the of the small, short clip, you know, um, yeah. you know, but I think it is it is the reason why surfers have gotten so good, um, so quickly in the last you know ten years or whatever, um, because as soon as something is a moves developed or a, or a style or or whatever, it it's goes around the world and everyone gets to yeah. see it and <laughs> emulate it. I mean, that has probably caused uh, a homogenization of surfing. Um, well, and but, everything else. Yeah, because I, I did notice that. I went to Barton Lynch has his um, 
uh, he calls it his blast off. It's like his grommet concert co uh, contest he puts on, and and there were some you know, little ten year olds just absolutely ripping. But right. I did notice that they styles were very similar, mm. you know. And I, was, I think coaching has got, and probably video is part of this, has got to the point where there is a almost a right, or, or there is a good way to do a maneuver and a, an efficient way, and it can be taught. Um, which is kind of a sad thing in a way. No, well, it's a, it is yeah. a kind of indictment of that, as you said, the homogenization of uh, of of media and uh, the way we the way we um, digest uh, what we what we are what we are given, right? Yeah. I mean, if you you know, imagine if you got Larry Bertelman, MR, and uh, who would be another? Uh, so Larry Bertelman, MR, and Jerry Lopez together. Oh, the styles, yeah. And they, they are, you know, MR had that obviously unique kind of expand wingspan mm. uh, style. Larry Bertelman was all kind of it was almost like a contortionist, and then Jerry was just. Um, and I mean, I don't know if Bertelman's still alive, but Jerry was and is just the the master of of the flow. That's, that's um, cool. I mean, yeah. obviously. Obviously, people have their unique styles to an extent, but I mean, those three, just as as a as a simple oh. example, were, were very unique, right? For sure, absolutely. And speak, speaking of uh, interesting styles, um, one surfer who popped up in a few of the videos that I was watching on my uh, on my Sunday afternoon was Rabbit, <laughs> and uh, in um, tubular swells, there's there's this section of Rabbit surfing backdoor, just getting absolutely coned off his nut. Um, and then in one of the Billabong films, he's um, as an older, I mean, this is in the kind of mm. early 90s. Uh, and he, he, even then he's an older guy, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's, there's pictures of him uh, at one of the points up, up in Queensland. Um, and then I watched and then, you know, doing his, you know, his unique casual hands behind the back kind of yeah, style. Yeah. And, you know the look backs and the whole the whole thing, and then in uh, one of the Kidman films, I believe it was Glass Love actually. Um, there's that section where they get all the they get Tom and Joe Curran and uh, Pat Curran, and Pat oh, yeah. Curran makes them um, that board. Makes the board, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, and then Joe Curran surfing on the Gold Coast, and there's Rabbit again, and uh, <clears throat> and Joe Curran actually comments in the film how awesome it was to see rabbit at i think it must have been burley or something um or kira um you know pulling in doing the full hands behind the back mm. stees uh, in front of him and it just uh you know that's that's pretty timeless okay, there's oh. one more question in our in our journey into the philosophical heart of um surf vid darkness um do surf vids eulogize surf enough oh okay um, in that, in that they, do they give it the reverence it deserves? Do you mean, is that what you mean? hundred percent, hundred percent. Cause I, I, one of the films that I watched and one of my all time favorite films, uh, is the aforementioned glass love, which to me is, it's not only a homage to surf as, um, as a dance and, uh, we'll put that Pesman, um, soundbite into the uh, into the mix uh, when
Leary saw surfers as their throw-aheads of mankind versus the dregs of mankind, versus the irresponsible um, sector of mankind. And uh, he described the highest destiny of man on earth as a form of existence in the universe as evolving towards a purely aesthetic state. That was the goal, the highest possible goal that man could attain as a, as a species. That really the dance was everything and that surfers had discovered this before any other tribe on earth and they were the living example of man to be emulated. Um, uh, he said surfers were the perfect um, example of be here now the tube ride in, the, in which um, you're living for that exact instant on the continuum of time where the tube is folding over your head, your wake is being is disappearing into the, the, the back of the wave, your footprints are washed from the sand, that, um, that it's totally about being where you are at that instant. It's not about where you're gonna be or where you've been, it's about where you are as each instant unfolds. Life was not about acquisition of wealth so much as it was about the dance. And uh, so, and once, and once, because of that conversation with Leary, it kind of, a friend of mine coined a term reified, it kind of reified in me that it was okay to be a surfer and to spend your life seeking the ride and, and having the ride. Um, but it also talks about this kind of lineage of, uh, you know, father to son, mother to daughter, whatever uh, links between um, between surfing generations, and I, I think that uh, a lot of surf films, and let, let's um, let's attack surfing to summer again. <laughs> it, it seems like an easy victim, um, a hapless hapless victim lying on the uh, lying on the nineteen eighties uh, the nineteen eighties uh, chopping board. Um, there doesn't seem to be much kind of depth of thought into either the uh, either the the impact of surf on on the watcher and the surfer and nor the 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 combination between music and and the surf yeah oh that's interesting so and and would you have a an example apart oh you, you mentioned um class love any other examples where you reckon they've nailed that kind of combo yeah. um well, yeah i mean i actually think that the whole rip curl search um, was a, a kind of example of surfids that uh, did explore a different different realm of um, of both surfing um, our our approach to surfing our um, what what makes us uh, froth and what kind of what the mystical side of surfing and also music because there was quite a uh, quite a diverse um, uh, set of music that went to, to to some of those. I mean, Feral Kingdom, for example. Um, you know, there's there's everything from Jamiroquai to uh, you know to, to the classic kind of Aussie Grinspoon and Silverchair, um, <clears throat> and and a whole lot of other stuff in between. So I, I found that quite diverse for a film of that of that era. Yeah. And also the very the whole thing of of the search obviously is something that taps into our whole uh, psyche as, as surfers, right? For sure, for sure. Um, so Endless Summer um, was probably an early 
version of that. Yeah, in, um, in, in, well, uh, and, and, and Feral Kingdom has Hate to Be a Cow. Ah. Kind of, uh, you know, yeah. not only in the in the the editing, but also in the different kind of phases. There's a comedic element. I don't know if you if you remember this, but in the first section, and this is to the Jamiroquai song, um, they're all surfing, and Rip Curl has made them all silver flared wetsuits. Wow, I actually then, don't think I've seen Pearl Kingdom. So uh, yeah. I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to um, chuck a clip up on, okay. uh, up on Instagram. But yeah, so they're all surfing in these flared wetsuits to Jamiroquai with, with. Uh, I mean, you probably get cancelled by uh, by the uh, politically correct elite um, oh, because no. they've all um, they've all got Afro wigs on and, um, but you know that's right. that's quite a, a comedic element. Um, <clears throat> And I, and I think overall, Feral Kingdom is it's. Uh, I wrote it's broodingly cool, so it's nice. Kind of, and it stands yeah. up still. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, it does suffer a little bit from that um, kind of uh, surfing on a with a bit of chewing gum stuck to the bottom of your board. But um, I guess that <laughs> that's more, as you said, that's more about the equipment than anything else. Right, right. The to but the airs, the air to carve <laughs> factor is too high. But it is because I think the next film after that may have been Beyond the Boundaries, which is when, uh, I, I may be wrong, but um, one of those Rip Curl films is when Curran is surfing that um, uh, Tommy Peterson fish that's like four foot 12 or four foot 11, sorry. Oh, or right, five, right. Whatever. And that was, you know, that could be argued, uh, that and Litmus obviously could be argued um, to be one of the the kind of um, pivotal moments in the ride everything uh, movement, right? Yeah, right, right. Um... Well, I mean, I, I look again, again. It's I think it's personal because we did put the uh, we put the word out to a few of our mates, and um, uh, you know, apart from the uh, general lack of response, <laughs> which. <laughs> Which may may either point to complete and utter disinterest or uh, a busy working lives. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be optimistic and uh, and go for the latter. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the responders um, said, "Oh, you know, who's who's got time to watch surf surf videos?" Yeah. And I guess some people some people just weren't that frothing on surf vids in 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 the first place. I mean, I was. I I just yeah. know that I I used to just wear out the vhs you know rewinding and fast forwarding and, and whatever else so yeah. yeah i think i was i i wasn't a massive consumers um a consumer of surf videos but uh myself but i did have mates who were so you know it, it, it was kind of a good thing to do to sit down with your mate and watch a watch the surf movie you know absolutely um I've got a, uh, let's go for a little bit of a quiz section. How about oh, that? Cool. Okay, so uh, we'll run the uh, the quiz music intro. We can edit that in. Hey, it's quiz time. And here's your friendly host, Stanley Nermelstone. Question... 
one. Name three films by uh, Jack McCoy. Oh, three films by Jack McCoy. Um, Tubular Swells. Ding. Green Iguana. Ding. And Bunyip Dreaming. Woohoo! Very hey. nice. Very nice. nice. Good work. Um, Sick Joy would be another one, which is a pretty cool name. Did he do Free as a Dog as well? Uh, yeah, that, yeah. I think that's when um, uh, yeah, that 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 doesn't really hold up to uh, any uh, anything, um, any sort of quality policing. I, I don't think. Nah. Uh, funnily enough, though, my wife did the um, Portuguese translation for that film. Um, You're kidding. No, Bill Long, there was some connection here in uh, Iberia, and uh, she was asked to translate the original into Portuguese, which was funny because it's. It's not exactly the uh, the height of uh, um, intellectual uh, uh, conversation, so it, it was quite a challenge, actually. That wow, wow. Um, I actually, oh, while while we're on that on on the Portuguese, did you? Uh, I I I was looking at, I was watching Mad Wax, and nice. um, and I loved the. Uh, I I don't know if this is a proper translation for Mad Wax in uh, Iberian uh, is. Um, Paraffina Magica. <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, literally, yeah. But uh, around these parts, they actually, um, they actually call it X, X, which is a, a, a bastardization of, of wax. So. All right, um, another question. Name three films by uh, Andrew Kidman. Okay. Litmus. Ding. Glass Love. Ding. And there's, well, I'd say Last Hope, because I watched that. Yeah. Okay, um, the next question, this is a tough one. Name three films by Sarge. Surfing Scrapbook 1, 2, and 3. Bing, bing, bing. Absolutely. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, you know, they are they they have a time and a place. In a, actually, in an age where there was all this corporatized kind of bullshit, they were a little bit of a breath of fresh air in their in yeah, their yeah, really yeah. lo-fi um, quality. Uh, you know, so oh, for I, sure. I actually did, I did quite like watching uh, Sarge's Surfing Scrapbook, and <clears throat> funnily enough, there was a bit of a connection between that and. <clears throat> tubular swells in that in this age before the internet we we as the surf consumer really had to wait a long time to get our news right and um and these these films in some ways acted as a as you said um in our pre-pod conversation as a kind of newsreel exactly yeah yeah it's funny isn't it um, all right um, well, can i hit you with a question can I? yeah please um okay so i want you to uh tell me what surf film or uh this is this song is from this is this goes down as my worst well might be the worst song in a surf film but it's one that stuck in my head from when i saw it to today and i just hated it um here we go I 
like, uh, it's like waterboarding um, for, for surfers. Um, yeah, I, I, in a future uh, episode, I'd like to go on a big rant and I don't want to say too many nasty things because maybe we'll get him on the podcast down the track, but I'm assuming that's a Taylor Steele from a Taylor Steele film. That is, um, it is. It sounds like either Pennywise or Offspring. Um, so I'm going to say something like, is it from Loose Change and is it Offspring? No, it's actually um, no fun at all. They're a Swedish pop uh, yeah, band. Yeah, yeah. So they're kind of excused for having cheesy lyrics, I suppose, being a second language, I suppose. Um, so it's, it won't be long. No fun at all from Mo... Oh, Focus. Focus. Maybe it's maybe it's my age or maybe it's my uh, musical sensibilities, but um, yeah, it doesn't really doesn't really tick any boxes for me. Okay, I remember listening to the radio. It was like um, I don't know. So they played this song. It was by you know Offspring or whatever, and the DJ just said it was this girl, and she just goes, "I think that kind of music is for teenage kids who masturbate too quickly." <laughs> <laughs> What was I going to say about that movie? The best thing about that movie actually was uh, Kelly Slater gets in a garbage bin at the top of a hill, wrapped in wrapped in blankets to protect himself, and, right. and they kind of push him down the hill. Um, he's going to rise down the hill in a garbage bin. Nice. <laughs> he's rocking. Um, it's the most radical thing that uh, Kelly's done for a little while. Probably. Uh, All right, I've got another question for you. Okay. Okay, so um, name four search surfers. Search or five, surfers. if you can. Oh, God. Um, Shane Dorian? Nah. Um, Oh, okay. He wasn't Ripco, was he? Oh, okay. I'm trying to think of who went on this on this, some of those search films. Well, I'll give you, I'll give you a clue. Danny? Two of them. Yeah, yeah, not really, but yeah, I'll give it to you. <laughs> He's a modern search surfer. Oh, gee, I'm not very good at these. Um, I think I I'll, I'll give you a clue. Them. Two of them, two of them grew up um, at the uh, at the beach that people from your beach traditionally hate oh tom carroll no oh, not yeah. that beach further further away the, the one that we really hate the... oh <laughs> we hate it we hate everyone um all right um well you could have chosen tom curran of course you could have chosen uh hedgy and davo oh. and Duma. Hedgy, Davo and Duma, all from the same beach, the, the beach that we love to hate. Um, and you could have chosen Frankie, Frankie Oberholzer. Oh, my God. Uh, Poncho Sullivan. Uh, wow. Derek Hyde. Of course. Sneak. All right. Name, all right. Name five of the musical artists on Morning of the Earth. Oh, my goodness. These are tough questions. Um, Brian Cadd. Oh, Bill Hannigan? Terry Harry. Terry Hannigan. Close enough. Oh, gee. 
I'm struggling. Um, well, two's oh, pretty good. Uh, ben Francis. Yep, that's it. It's John J. Francis, but close enough. Um, One more and you've got the prize. <laughs> what about ta 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 Oh, Tom and Shad, of course. Yeah, yeah, all right. Nice work, mate. Nice work. Oh, gee, pressure. Um, but the, we've talked about this before, but the elephant in the room uh, forever is going to be Morning of the Earth, and we will tackle that um, at some stage because it's... Uh, it's just such a, uh, it looms large over our whole surfing existence and particularly the, uh, particularly the, the neck between the surf and the music. The elephant in the green room. Um, oh, nice. Like that. nice. Ting. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think, um, morning of the earth, probably most of Andrew Kibben's stuff is, is sort of that next level that we probably have to spend the whole episodes on. Um, yep. so we're Agreed. just dealing, dealing with the, uh, the other stuff that's out there um yeah did you want to talk about um any other eras the yeah um, we, we sort of i think absolutely we, I'm, yeah. i mean let's let's just I've, I've got one more kind of uh evolutionary stage i suppose because and and again um as as tubular swells isn't strictly in the surf vid era nor is um any of the Kai Neville stuff in the surf vid era. era. Um, <clears throat> but I do think that from a musical perspective, and maybe again, this is the, the benefit of uh, hindsight that is closer to, to the now than, uh, than further away, that once Kai Neville kind of stepped into the, uh, into the fray, um, now obviously, obviously Kidman, um, I think he's on a different level as, as, we, as we said, um, but I think from, a, from an eclectic perspective the the kind neville um range of uh, uh or canon of films is is pretty impressive in terms of um, the way that he decided that anything kind of goes you can you can merge uh anything from um brian eno uh to um uh you know to oh, yeah. to nick cave um to kind of techno to all sorts with um with surfing and and uh, keep it beautiful as well at the same time and i think that that's quite um quite an impressive and i think if, if i was to look at just the uh <clears throat> the soundtrack if i was given the soundtrack to 20 films and i looked just at the soundtrack of dear suburbia i'd probably for, for me as a as a musical consumer i'd probably pick that as my uh stand out um it's in terms good. of the the music yeah 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 and again yeah. We'll, we'll we'll chuck that up on the uh on the gram and stuff but the the uh uh the yeah, the range of music and the way that the way that he couples it with with um a lot of the the sections is is pretty special oh yeah i mean i yeah, I, I, i've talked about um we've talked about a lot about uh you know but that that um first song from dear suburbia the Brian Big ship. I was actually listening to that the other day, driving around the um, the Bilgola Bends of all places. And uh, yeah. you know, I, I've always loved music, but occasionally, you know, you know, you just fall into that where it's just in the background and you're not properly listening. Um, yeah. I had that big ship on, and I was going around the bends, and I had that moment where I actually had the that tingly hair stand on the back of the neck kind of moment. I was like, this is actually 
it's transcendent. I think is is the word. It's no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, and one thing I one thing we haven't uh, talked about, but one thing that some of these Kai Neville films have done for me, and actually um, also some of the uh, uh, Dane Reynolds stuff on his website when his website was uh, was was kind of um, in in fashion. Um, was that I've then gone on and um, explored artists that I've heard one song um, and then gone on and explored their whole, you know, back catalogue. And that's, you know, that that's the essence of music appreciation, right? When you hear one song and then yeah. you, you kind of, it opens your eyes to a whole another level of, uh, of music. So um, oh, sure. that John Mouse that we've talked about, the cop killer song from, I think that's from Dear Suburbia, that uh, I then went on and, and um, downloaded the whole album, which is, um, not only has uh, one of the most amazing titles, we must become the pitiless senses of ourselves, um, <laughs> which I think is a pretty, a pretty awesome uh, uh, title. But the, the the music from that album is is pretty special as well. Um, but, um, have you listened to the soundtrack of Psychic or seen Psychic Migrations? Um, um, <clears throat> that's the Volcom film, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I no, reckon... I. The, the only the only scene I've seen which is that absolutely mind blowing section of Ryan Birch on some left hand point break in Chile or yeah, Peru. That, yeah, I mean that's absolutely mind blowing, and the music for that is pretty good. It's it's a bit it's um the the OCs. I don't I don't really know too much about them, but the music Hopefully, that's yeah. good. It's quite evocative of the kind of almost mad scientist sort of vibe Ryan Birch gives off, and just sort of genius i suppose yeah, um, yeah but it's quite discordant um in a good way i suppose but there's some fantastic um sort of ambient style pieces for some of this the, the intro there's this there's this um, sort of piano piece by thomas de hartman it's called the struggle of the musicians sorry the struggle of the magicians and um i'll just play a little bit now this, this is kind of started in it maybe And so it's great to hear some kind of low-key music being played to surfing. Um, there's this other one I'll bring up now. Sarawasti, Sarawasti, I can't pronounce properly. Saraswati by Sir Richard Bishop. Um, seems fantastic. And he's, uh, Richard Bishop, he seems like an interesting guy. The album's called Polyethi Polytheistic Fragments. And um, so this wow. is a, a sort of like an almost uh, ambient Eastern style um, piece, piano piece, but it's set to this most heaving barrel kind of wave. In It looks kind of like Nias, but it's not, I don't think. And some big unit of a guy with a beard is just getting these barrels, um, but it's all set to this really mellow music and it's fantastic. Um, yeah. Yeah, right. and, it, and that's got to be something that is underutilized and underappreciated in in surf vid culture, really, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is what I'm really enjoying is that I actually, in my nostalgic trip, I've actually found the more modern stuff to be a more eclectic uh, and more enjoyable um, as a whole. I don't know. It's yeah, maybe it's just. 
Well, may, maybe that just does, it, it, maybe it links also with that whole thing of the, you know, we're in this ride anything era when, you know, if you look at your quiver and my quiver, you, you know, we, of course, we've got a couple of hot dog shortboards, but we've also got twenties and singles and fish and mm. a whole range of things in between. And maybe that's similar in, in the surf vid music realm as well. I know. I think because you asked me the other uh, at one episode what my guilty pleasure was in surfing, you know, and and I suppose the problem is um, you can't. There's nothing to be guilty about because everyone's too accepting. We need to be we need to be more judgmental. You can like paddle out like I don't know like on a on a on a dining table like in a tutu with a kazoo or something, and someone would say, "Oh man, you know, that's cool." Yeah. <laughs> Who <laughs> shaped that kazoo? Is that a, you know? Um, you know what I mean? I think, yeah, like, it's good. Uh, you know, I think we are in an age where you can find, I don't know, maybe it's just you find what you like and, and you and you can stick to it. But um, cause it, True. Sure and, and maybe the fact that the kind of uh, the hegemony of the big um, surf companies has been shattered and so you know, the anything goes culture <clears throat> is, um, it, it, it's weaved its way into to all parts of our, uh, of our surf existence, you know, the, the whether it's- model has disrupted well, the- um... Yeah, whether it's um, need essentials, wetsuits, whether it's buying from a local shaper, whether it's uploading your own content um, uh, and, you know, even account. producing your own music. I mean, you know, again, going back to, uh, to Kidman and his films. Um, here's, I'll just give you, this is along a similar line, not to the, um, a similar line to that mellow stuff that you just played, but this, this is one of my all time favorite uh, clips and songs in a surf film. I've only got a little bit of it, but. I'm going, cause I love the waves. Good waves, you know what I mean? Not beer. Oh, wives. <laughs> Good wives. Good music. Brilliant.
Um, that's, the, that's the section of Joel Fitzgerald surfing this most pristine little um, kind of uh, left-hand reef inside a harbour. And the, um, <clears throat> the, the songs by a, a, a group that it's almost impossible to find anything of theirs online, they're called The Screaming Orphans, the which Screaming I think is a great, <clears throat> a great name. And uh, yeah, that, I mean, that's just a really, you talk about making the, um, the hairs on the back of your head stand up, that, or the back of your neck, that, that really, really gets me uh, pumped. And then that's followed oh, is by that. that from Litmus? That's from Litmus. Yeah, and then it's yeah. followed, by that, followed by that ridiculous... <clears throat> um, section where he paddles out and it, there's the uh, there's that piano solo I, I, again I'm not sure who, who it's by but oh, is that that left um, oh, yeah, I think it's yeah, yeah. Oh. mind blowing stuff mind blowing yeah. stuff Nietzsche said, the end of a melody is not its goal, but nonetheless, had the melody not reached its end, it would not have reached its goal either. A parable. And with that parable, we leave you for another episode. Stay tuned, because we're going to be exploring more sick surf vids and epic tunes very, very shortly. You.